T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, we got a packed house today. I've never had this many people in studio. I got to be honest with you. It is uh, Greendale Martin Luther football. It's kind of like Martin Luther Day here, I guess. We we just talked about that uh, that junior boys basketball program that they're starting to get going, and I feel bad. I got ten seniors, nine seniors in studio along with the head football coach, and they're walking in, and the athlete, or the uh, dean of students is walking out. You would think for one day that they wouldn't get yelled at about something from that dean of students, but here they are. He's yelling at dress codes and stuff like that. Coach Rick Hopper, 5-0. and I'm sorry, 5-0, and Coach Rick Hopper from Greendale Martin Luther. Coach, it's good to see you. Thanks for coming in. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Man, so far, so good. So far, you, so good. Right? A little different start this year from, from last year. Yeah, we started last year 0-3. Uh, so, yeah, a very different feel, a very different record, obviously. Uh, Coach, do you think, um, in, in fact, I asked one of your players um, in, the, in the parking lot yesterday, big difference between getting to a game, getting on the field and hoping to win, to now getting to the field, get, getting the game started, and as a group, knowing you're going to win. I think fully the, expecting to win. Yeah, I think that the expectation is different. The mindset is different. Uh, starting last year, you know, we knew we had some talent, uh, but then we go zero and three, so we maybe are doubting a little bit. Um, and now, just the the shift in mindset going into every game is very very different. That Racine Lutheran game that we televised on my twenty four. That was the third game last year. Correct. You guys didn't lose again after that. Until level four of the playoffs, correct? Uh, we did lose uh, the St. Catharines St. Catharines game, game. overtime. Yes. The, the way you guys played after that game was different than you guys. I think prior to that game, I think things started slowing down. And we're going to talk to your quarterback because that I think that a lot of it started there. And I think all of a sudden, once he realized that, man, you know what, I'm pretty good and I belong here, and things start slowing down, I think that changed how you guys played. It definitely did. We, a bit of a change schematically, we committed to staying spread out. We wanted to play fast, and we did it We did it pretty well, and so we just rolled with that. And having a quarterback that was gaining confidence week to week and was a threat uh, to throw it and run it was a difference maker. Yeah, it's a huge difference. Coach, can we get your background, where you grew up, how long you been coaching? Where you coach? Stuff like that. I grew up right up the street uh, on 121st Street here, behind the police station in Hills Corners. Um, 
I went to Hills Corners Lutheran right down the street from here. Uh, I'm a 1990 Martin Luther graduate. I went to lacrosse, uh, played football there. We had some very good years there. You bet. Um, and then I was uh, MPS for three years, teaching physical education. I was in West Dallas with uh, teaching Fayed there and coaching with Dax Rodriguez, our, my defensive coordinator. And then three years, four years ago now, I uh, took the job at Martin Luther. A boy can't come home, right? Yeah. The school is a little different um, than, it, than it was back when you went, Coach Hopper, and, and uh, look, the expectations, and I don't know what Martin Luther football was like when you played. I don't know I, I, how successful you were. I, I, I wasn't paying much attention to Martin Luther back then. I was a mesmer guy, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, how successful were you guys back then? Uh, we we were having good success back then. We played. I played in two state championships. Okay, and so that was still when whistle was around. Right. Um, but yeah, we were we were strong then. Um, we had had some good players and a couple that went on to play college football. Um, so we were strong then, and then there were some years where not so much after that. And look, the, this group and and let me run down today's show if we can. At ten thirty, we're going to talk to Luke Howard. And Luke is a kid I coached in, in basketball, and he was a really good football player. And I think that we we should never not look back and thank the guys that started things. You know what? You guys might win a state championship this year, and everybody's going to talk about this senior class that we're going to talk to throughout the show. I think it started in his sophomore year. That's where I think it, at least from the outside looking in, and I want to call Luke. He's over at Concordia. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. He, the kid makes me laugh every time I talk to him. And he was a really good football pro, player. And I think he, a kid like that had a lot to do with where this team is now. So we're going to talk to Luke at 1030. At 1055, my nephew Connor Myers is getting married today. We're going to talk to him for just a couple of minutes. I'm going to congratulate him. And and uh, I, I'm proud of him. This is a perfect day for a wedding. And he totally outkicked his coverage, like by far. He is in in the Long McGivern tradition. He outkicked his coverage. His new soon-to-be uh, wife Beth is uh, is phenomenal. At eleven o'clock, we're going to talk to that football coach at Stevens Point, and every segment in between. I've got nine or ten seniors from this Martin Luther team that I asked Coach Hopper to bring in because I want to talk to these guys, and I hope they understand. Um, and Coach, you can address this: how important senior year playing high school football. It, it, it doesn't get much better than this. Look, you got a couple of guys in here that might play at a really high level next year. For guys that want to play football, if they play at a Division three level, which I think is phenomenal, I still think playing for your community, playing for, with the kids that you grew up with, playing with your you know classmates cheering for you, I, I don't know if it gets better than that on a Friday night at home. I get people roll their eyes at me, kids this age, a lot. But you, you, I would assume you agree. For most kids, this is as good as it gets. I, I, you're absolutely right. And we try. We talk about just trying to pause, not take things for granted, stay in the moment, and just appreciate what is going on right now with each other, and right, with our agree. football team, and at the school. Coach, I, I think that's a great mission statement for you, Coach. I really do. I get. I'll tell you, and I've told this story. The Thursday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week that we do a couple years ago, we're at McGuanago. And we have a company that rents us the lifts so that we can get the, our camera guys up. Guy came up to me and said, hey, you're Mike McGivern. I said, yes, sir. He's about 25 years old. And he said, do you have a minute? I said, sure. He goes, I played football here at McGuanago. I said, you did? He said, yeah, I was first team all conference, second team all state. 
I said, that's great. He said, I miss it. It hurts in my gut. He said, everything I own other than my dog and my car, I would give back to get one more week to play here at McGuanago. I said, really? He said, coach, I didn't know. I didn't know this then, but I know it now. I would, I, but I want the full week. I want Monday. I want practices. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I want a home game against somebody where the band is playing right here at McGuanago. And everything I own except my car and my dog, I would give up. And I wouldn't take plays off in practice. I wouldn't pretend I was hurt so I can go get some water. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do any of the nonsense that I did when I was a senior. And I would play both ways and I would play every play like it was my last because I never thought it was going to end. And I tell this story to these kids. And they, they look and, yeah, that's not me, Coach. They roll their eyes. But I'm telling you, those those are the guys that come back to me five years later and go, I can't. Hey, old man, I can't believe you were right. I, I Yeah, I've, I've seen this through and through. You agree with that? I most certainly agree. Yeah. Coach, did you know um, at the end of last year when you guys lost one game away from going to state, did you know that you had something special coming back? Does this not surprise you? Or is there anything about this season that has surprised you? Uh, I guess we certainly knew what we had coming back. So we knew how we were going to play. Uh, We knew that our expectations were going to be high. Um, Other than than that, really we just try to set the bar high, stay in the moment, and just just go day by day and not take things for granted. you, stay focused weekly. You've got a running back that that I get asked about a lot, and rightfully so because he's putting up big numbers. He's going to be the first to tell you because he keeps telling me this that coach, you can't. Do, I can't do this by myself. Let me tell you about these other guys. And he likes to deflect. You know what? Yeah, I, the the hole is as big. And I think he said to me once, even you might be able to get through that. Well, that I'm running through, coach. And then he laughed. So I don't understand sarcasm all the time, but I think he was being sarcastic. But he understands. The, but he is certainly right now the guy that, that people talk to me the most about. And the year he's having is incredible. I've never seen anything like it. Have you? I, I have never seen anything like it. And people are asking me, well, what's the state whatever record? What's the state record for that? I, I really don't know. I guess me neither. I need, I need to now go look and find out those things. Um, but you you mentioned that he deflects. And he does so very well. Um, but the guys up front, they really deserve a little more mention than maybe they have in the past. We're going to talk to those guys well. today about it. I, I'm telling you. And, and I don't know, Coach, the older I get, you know, the better I was type thing. I When people ask me the last two weeks, I just give them this stat about Darius Crowley Ray. He had uh, like 245 yards and four touchdowns on eight carries against university school. It's about right, right? It is about right. The numbers um, last night are very similar. Uh, Against sure, well, I, I didn't even see the score. What's the score? Uh, the score was sixty-seven to twelve. Wow. Yeah, I think he only had eight carries, possibly, um, and a couple touchdown or kickoff returns for touchdowns. So, I think when when you talk about this team and this. Uh, that, that's who you start with, but but certainly as as Darius would be the first to tell you, you can't do it on his own. And uh, the numbers he's putting up, it certainly is a nice option. And when I talked to one of your kids again in the parking lot yesterday, I said, what's the difference? And he said, if they come up and, 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 the, and they put eight or nine in the box, our, Nick just kills them. 
and Nick's throwing the ball all over the place. And if they back up on him, then Darius gashes him. And every once in a while, even I get a couple. You know, and so I think that that's really important. That it, it, it's not a one-trick pony at Martin Luther right now. It's it's not. You've got to pick your poison. And at this point, you know, the poison hasn't really for anybody. Forty-nine against Whitnow, forty-one against University School. This is my favorite, by the way. Fifty-three against Dominican. Fifty-three against Dominican. Forty against Racine Lutheran, and sixty-seven against Shoreline Lutheran. We had somebody at the Racine Lutheran game or at the Dominican game, coach. And you guys scored, I think, missed the extra point, then they scored to go up 7-6. And for the first time, somebody punched you back. And I had this guy on. I said, okay, let's see how these boys respond. Finally, somebody punched him back. And then you beat him 53-7. So thank you very much, you guys. You guys took the punch and, and uh, hit him with a roundhouse. So what, uh, what's the best part about this team, coach? The best part about this team is the relationships that these boys have amongst themselves. Um, and it just, it's not our seniors only. Uh, we practice all together. So our JV and our varsity practices daily together. So our seniors know our freshmen. Our freshmen know our juniors. It is a really, really tight group. Uh, they hold each other accountable, but they also just have a ton of fun together. Boy, yeah, That's important. Hey, I'm going to move you off to the couch for a little bit. I'm going to bring you back. Um, for sure at 11 o'clock when we're talking to the head football coach at Stevens Point, probably before that. But with all these kids in, I know some of them, and I'm meeting some of them for the first time. I'm going to bring three up I know. I'm going to bring Nick and Darius and Nate to the microphone. And then uh, Brad, who's been on, Brody, who I know. I know some of these guys a little bit better than most. But I'm going to bring up Nick and Darius and Nate Crowley, and we'll, let's talk to these guys on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. We're talking Greendale Martin, I'm sorry, 5-0 and Greendale Martin Luther football at this point. Uh, Nick Mueller, who is their quarterback. Darius Crowley-Reed, the running back. Nate Crowley, who opens the holes and protects the quarterback. These are three young men that I've known for a while, so I'd put them up on the microphone first. Nick, I'm going to start with you. Am I correct that things have really slowed down for you? Do you know things have slowed down and you see things now where instead of just reacting quickly and trying to get out. Now you see things happening? Uh, yeah. Just like over the four years I've played, I just progressively getting better, just like making my reads, and especially with Darius, making my job a lot easier, just when in doubt, give it to him, and then when I get my chance, I take advantage of it and just do my job. What What's the difference between the way you're playing right now and the way you played against Whitnell or we've uh, seen Luther in the three first games last year. What's the difference between the way you're playing, you think? Well, last year I kind of had a rib injury. I thought I got like a, in a non-contact uh, practice drill. Okay. Um, so I didn't play against Whitnell. And then coming back from that, we played USM. I threw two interceptions and I had only like a few completions. So that kind of killed my confidence a little bit. And sure. then when Racine Lutheran came, that was kind of the game where I turned it around, I think. You had a good game that game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, ever since then, I think just the, the whole confidence thing has just gone up and up because 
I just have been closer to my guys. I've been trusting them, making my reads, and just ever since then, I've just been having more confidence. Um, yeah, I work out with Patrick, the trainer, and I saw him yesterday, and I said, hey, I've got this group coming in. Who's the who's the guy gets all these guys together? I was surprised, and he said, you. He said, let me tell you, this this is – he said, Darius gets him going. He's rah-rah. Nick's the guy that, that keeps people working, him and Brody, and we're going to talk to Brody Lee next. But he – Look, and I was surprised at that because around me, you're always pretty quiet. And I said, really, that's awesome because a quarterback should do that. And and he he talked a lot about this group that are sitting in the studio right now. And he said it doesn't surprise me at all the success they're having because of how, how hard they work, not only in the weight room, but in the offseason. And he credits you with that. So congratulations on that. Darius Crowley-Reed, other than singing at Brookside Baptist Church, dude, you're tone deaf when you sat behind me. I'm just telling you. Um, you're pretty good at pretty much everything you're doing right now. I get more questions about you right now. Uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story that the university school coach called me at 1130 uh, last Friday or the Friday uh, the, the Friday night that you guys played them. And I'm in bed because I'm here at 5 o'clock on Saturday. So I wait till the show's over and I call him back. And he said, I got to tell you a story about Darius Crowley Reed. And right away, I'm thinking, oh, man, what did he do? He said, walking through the line, slapping five, he said, I was behind one of our captains, and he grabbed him and pulled him out of line. And he said, hey, keep your head up. You guys don't let this team get down. You're better than what we saw. If we happen to play you in the playoffs again, I want you guys at your A game. You got to make sure you get this team back and ready to go. So keep your head up. You guys are good. You just didn't show it to us tonight. I said, wow, that's impressive. He said, Coach, he's the our kids believe he's the best player they've ever played against. And if he's willing to pull one of our captains aside and tell that to him, this is a kid that if he needs a recommendation for anything, have him call me. That's the head coach at university school. So I got to tell you, Darius, that, that, that's impressive. You're having a little fun this year? Oh, absolutely. Just getting things done with the team has just been amazing. It was 95 degrees two days, two weeks before football practice started. Hottest day of the year. I see you in the weight room, and you go, Coach, I can't wait for I wish practice started right now. I said, it's hot outside. You said, what do I care about that? I want practice to start right now. I said, you're excited. He said, Coach, we're going to be good. We're going to be really good. He said, we get a chance to do some things here. Things slowed down a little bit for you as well, hadn't it? Uh, yeah, just uh... – just me being patient, letting my O-line develop what we got up front and uh, just watching them make those blocks and a lot of different pancakes and different things like that um, just have helped me. Um, just the option of um, Nick being able to keep the ball sometimes, uh, give me a little break, let him throw the ball, um, just has helped me a lot. Um, I told Nick uh, yesterday, I was like, if you're not giving me the ball, you better be firing that ball to, uh, to somebody. They're going to make a play, they're going to do their job, and we're going to get it done. Well, it's it's an impressive team to watch. You talked about the holes and 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 the, the offensive line. Uh, Nate Crowley, who uh, look, he he he's not six five in this imposing guy. I've watched him in the weight room and he gets after it, and uh, he does a great job uh, job on the offensive line. Um, Nate, you're having fun this year. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You like playing. Uh, you like playing the line, or you want to get in the backfield and show Darius how it's done. Yeah, it would be pretty fun to run the ball once in a while. Last time I saw you, I turned on TV and watched you turn on the baseball team. And uh, I, I literally turned on two pitches prior to you hitting that one out. 
and you caught all that one. You turned on it and knocked it out, and uh, that's as big a smile as I've seen on your face. You've watched that every once in a while? Yeah, I look back at it a yeah. times, yeah. That guy hung it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, I could have hit it to the outfield. That's how he hung that one. Hey, um, are you surprised, Nate, by the success this team's having? Uh, no, not really. Um, the way that we uh, work hard and practice and um, that we're, like, so close, I think we uh, deserve it. And Yeah, I agree. Uh, Racine St. Catharines, I see them on the schedule still. You guys owe them a little something? Yeah, definitely. That's a good team. <laughs> yeah, it is. They it's are. A, that is a good team. I, I feel bad because we tried hard to get them to switch that to the Thursday night game. And we wanted one more time to have this group on Thursday night, and they couldn't get it switched. It's their homecoming, and and they made, you know, they 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 gave us some some reasons why they couldn't do it. Um, I wish that we could be down there for for that one, Nick. Um, I, when when you look back, and I'm going to ask all these players this, and we've only got a few minutes left in this segment. If if this thing ended today and you had to look back at, at the years that you played quarterback and played football at Martin Luther, what's the what's the the highlight in your mind? I think it's just meeting and just being with these guys all these years. Is that they just made everything worth worth it. Like the losses, the injuries, everything. Just being with them just makes it all worth it. And just every day with them is just incredible. And I will never take it for granted. Man, that's that's a great answer, Derry. Same question. Uh, I kind of go off of that. Um, just me coming from a different school has really helped me. Um, just coming to a school and all these guys just uh, showing nothing but love and um, just saying, we're here with you. I know it's going to be a hard transition, um, but we're going to get it done and we're going to um, just be a team and we're our brothers in the, at the end. Nate, same question? Um, hey, can, can I, before you answer it, I, and you'll remember these guys, I had uh, – I had uh, Brody's brother, Dakota, and Max in studio. And I asked him, baseball, I asked him, hey, what's your, what's your favorite memory? And I, I think Dakota gave me this really nice, heartfelt. And then Max said, yeah, Dakota was pitching once, and I was catching, and a guy hit one to the Walmart parking lot. And, this, and Dakota's like, that's your favorite memory? He goes, do you remember how far you hit that ball? Well, I'm still laughing about that answer. Sorry, Nate, I didn't mean to. But that's, you know, Martin Luther right there. You're uh, so so far, and you guys have a lot of memories to, 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 to still do this year, but so far your favorite would be what? My favorite memory? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Bus rides, um, I, I don't know, beating two rivers last year is pretty good, right? Yeah, we had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, really, I, I'm telling you. You give it some thought because I'm going to bring you back. And I want, I want, look, from your heart, I want to know when this thing ends. And you're going to, I think, play baseball somewhere next year, right? Yeah. Yeah, do you well, know? Spring. Where are you going? The, I'm playing in the spring. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to play in college? Um. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you don't know where yet? No, I have no clue. Nick, do <laughs> you have any idea what's going on with you next year? I have no idea. None. Uh, Darius? No, sir. Darius, you got a lot of options yet? Uh, a little bit. Not too much. Really? Really. We we need to get that changed, Darius. Yeah, I called. T- I, I I reached out to Turner Gill, the head coach at Liberty, about you, and uh, and his recruiting people. So they may call here in the next couple of weeks. They may. Yeah, uh, that might be an option for you. We'll we'll see, guys. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll figure out who's going to be on the mic because Luke Howard is going to join us. We're just going to thank him and and see how he's doing, check in with him. 
uh, on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Greendale Martin Luther football right now. The head football coach is Rick Hopper, and we have a special guest who's going to join us um, on the cell phone. And, and Rick, I think it's important as coaches that we understand and we thank guys that turn programs around. And, and whether they're there to, to lift the gold ball or not, they were a big part of getting us to that point. You know, guys, like, uh, look, we, we had Dakota Lee and Eric and, and, and Henry on the basketball program that have to be thanked because they were there in the beginning for us. And I think Luke Howard is a guy that had a lot to do with the turnaround of this program. He might not be there this year if you guys are lucky enough to, to, to lift that gold ball, but he certainly was a big part of getting you guys to where you're at right now. He, cer- he certainly was. And not only was he important to uh, you know, our program, but just uh, at Martin Luther being an example of being uh, a multi-sport kid, because right. that is so hard now. So Luke uh, joined us, even though maybe his heart was really in baseball, and he's very good at basketball. Um, but so, then, so. Yeah, no, so, I'm just so. kidding. He was, um, he, he was fun to have at practice, because yeah. I used to get on him all the time. But. Then he joins us, and you know he's a two-way starter, and a contributor, and a leader, and a great example, and yeah. Absolutely. He was a really good football player. In fact, so good he's playing at Concordia right now. We're joined by Luke Howard. They got a game today, so we got to get him on a little bit early. Hey, Luke, how you been? Good, Coach. How are you? I'm good. Hey, on the microphone, Darius and Brody Lee said, Matt, I need to get on there too. So uh, say, hello, say hello to those boys. How you guys doing? Hey, Luke. Luke. Hi, Luke. Hey, Luke, uh, when I called you and said, look, we, we need to put you on the air and just say thank you. For, for the amount of time and sweat equity that you put into this program to get these guys to where they're at right now, you're you're not surprised by the least at the amount of success they're having so far this year. Oh, no way. Uh, the work work ethic that the, these guys put in throughout the four years that they've been there is just through the roof, so I'm not surprised that the success is starting to show, especially this year with all the talent they've got on the team with the young guys. Hey, Luke, you would like to have one more year with these boys. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I miss it a ton. You know, the, when I we talked that first segment and I and I asked Coach Hopper, do these kids realize that, that maybe playing high school football is as good as it's going to get? Look, there's a couple guys in the studio that might play at a really high level, but if you're playing Division three, which is great football – it, I think high school football might be the best it ever gets to as far as playing with your friends and playing with for your community and your school. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think uh, really the family aspect of it. I mean, there's a family for sure at college, but in high school you're definitely around those guys all day and you're around all your classmates and there's nothing really like Friday night football. Yeah, I agree. You told me when we talked off the air, you said, Coach, it's been a difficult transition for me. I was one of the guys last year, and now as a freshman, you know, you've got to kind of bide your time a little bit to get on the field. Difficult transition for you, right? Yeah, I mean, all these guys are 21, 22 years old, so they're 
stronger. They're all they're in the weight room four times a week getting ready to go. So they all knew what was going on. Um, like I said, I came in like a freshman thinking I was going to be like playing and stuff. And then um, kind of like a reality check that you're not really the guy anymore. You're kind of you kind of got to work your way up through the system. Hey, Luke, I asked some of these guys uh, that were on the mic, and there's 10 of them here, so I'm going to rotate them in and out. But one of the things that I'm asking them is their, so far their favorite memory of being part of Greendale Martin Luther football, and I'm putting you on the spot here. But when you think back on those days, and it was just last year that you ended it, um, what's your favorite memory being part of that program? Favorite memory? Um, I would have to say... Uh, St. Catherine's homecoming game last year. Even though we lost, the comeback was insane. It was unbelievable. Darius, Darius was going crazy. I uh, threw a two-point conversion. You threw that. You threw one? The memories. Yeah, it was crazy. Very rare. Very, very rare. Well, I loved watching you play football, Luke, and, and loved coaching in, in basketball. And I think, and, and as I talked about, it's important you know, to thank you and the guys in uh, that 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 you played with, even the year maybe prior to you, that kind of set the table for these guys. Um, Darius playing uh, football with Luke Howard was fun for you. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, just always, um, him always having a smile on his face, and even when he was having a bad day at school, he still come to practice. Uh, just with something witty to say, always making sure that I I was in a good mood. Uh, my my memory of him is definitely watching. Uh, my first game at Martin Luther when I got hurt, Coach had uh, him, Indio, Mikey come up to me and just uh, talk to me about how um, you got more years to come, you got more things to come, and uh, just the leadership that he showed um, showed me. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, uh, at that point, um, Luke, uh, Darius Crowley, read the best football player that, that you had played with? Oh, for sure. Not even close. Yeah, he uh, he's a talented kid. Brody, you, you had a chance to watch Luke play. Um, and, and and certainly played played with him. Uh, you would you would agree that that group, along with your your brother Dakota's group, really set the table for all this. Yeah, of of course they did. Um, it was just so fun to play with them and so fun to see what they can do and set an example for us to play because they played with the old coaches and <clears throat> it did not obviously that did not go as well. And when the new coaches came, they set the tone, they set the set the set the beam, and we. Now we're finally coming. How much, Brody? How much did you learn from guys like Luke and Dakota on how to be how to be a leader on a team like this? Because they they, they took the reins a little bit, and then when they leave, now it gets kind of laid on your 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 footsteps, and and you've got to go ahead and and do that. You learned how to lead um, by example, and I, I know you're not a real vocal guy, but but certainly how to do that from guys like Luke Howard. Oh yeah, it was. It was amazing just playing playing with my older brother, going to school with my older brother, going to school with guys like Luke. That whole class was just unbelievably uh, unbelievable leaders and and just showing you how to showing you how to how to do it. Hey, Luke, good luck today, man. It's uh, thank you so much for your time and and uh, know that these uh, these guys talk still talk stories about Luke Howard quite a bit. So things that we probably can't see on the air, but I'll tell you about it yeah. off the air one day. All right, sounds good. That's Luke Howard. Thanks a lot. Hey, let's we got a call. Um, on uh, real quick, Coach Becker from uh, U School wanted to get on for just a minute. Hey, Coach, how you doing today? I'm good, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good. What's up? I just wanted to make sure that I touched base and 
because I obviously very much respect everything that you guys have done as you and I have talked with Darius and everybody else. Um, I don't like being on a clinic film, but <laughs> but that that happens. So uh, I just wanted to say congratulations to those guys, to, and I want them to keep improving, and hopefully I don't have to see them in the playoffs again. Well, you know what, Coach? Uh, they appreciate that, and and understand that that university school. And I can tell you, for guys like Darius and, and the guys that are in this room, they they felt like they owed you one. They had they had to do, uh, take care of that demon after a bit because they felt like they 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 struggled with you and they took care of that a little bit last year and and this year. And I know that I saw you guys on Thursday. You're a young team, and uh, you got some really good numbers out of university school. And football is going to be back the way where it should be a year from now. You get you have to go through some pains to get there. So I appreciate your phone call, Coach, and these players really appreciate the kind words. All right, Mike. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right? You got it. Thank you very much. we get to a break. We're going to rotate and get some more of these players on. And then uh, 10.55, Connor Myers, my nephew, is getting married today. We're going to talk to him for a couple minutes. 11 o'clock, the head football coach at Stevens Point. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern. Three new players. Three seniors. Two I... Actually, I know all three. I know Ben a little bit, right? I know Noah a little bit. Excuse me. Um, we I, I asked uh, Brody Lee to, to stay, and, and uh, one of the twins, man, he's the only he's the, the only one here, his brother, Bryce. He's been in studio, and, and Brad Kolasinski, right? Brad, how you been? Uh, I've been pretty well. So started, played some as a freshman, and when we talked in the parking lot yesterday, that was you and I, um, man, you're excited about this team. What what I liked about you and your brother, and I tell people when they ask about you, I said, look, they hit everything that moves. They they don't mind hitting people, and if one doesn't get them, his brother's going to get them. Uh, You've played football with your brother a long time. And when you came in at Martin Luther, kind of undersized, a little bit, a little bit small, but man, the toughness just uh, that that every coach that I've talked to and a lot of, with with Coach Hopper just talks about the toughness that you guys bring to this. Uh, you guys having fun? Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You like playing offense or defense better? Uh, defense. Defense. Why is that? You, you don't know, mind hitting people? Yeah, I do. Um, so you kind of talked about how everything kind of slows down for me. Yes. Or for Nick uh, and. Yeah, for sure. It slows down so, so much. Uh, when I'm on defense, I can just, I see everything and then it just is so natural. And I just, I just do, do what I do and I don't have to think at all. It just happens. Yeah. And you know exactly where your brother's going to be, right? You guys see each other, see the things that a lot the same or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause we're pretty close. So we have the same reads and all that. So, yeah. yeah. Man, it's I tell you, you guys are fun. You're fun to watch, and and uh, like I tell, when when you move, uh, if they move, you hit them, and and I like watching that style of football. Hey, Brody, um, 
You've played on varsity for a while. Played in pretty much pretty much every single game uh, that you've been able to to play. You started freshman year as a center and and, and uh, moved away from that, and and now playing. Uh, would you consider yourself an outside linebacker? Uh, the end. The end. Yeah. But a rush. The end. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you like playing defense more than offense? Yes. I, Not I even. Love, hold on. You want to you want to hesitate and think about that answer? <laughs> no, you like it a lot yes. better. Um, did, did any any surprises for you? The amount of success this team has had, or did you look at the schedule and say, "Okay, I fully expect we'll start the year five and zero"? Um, yeah. I mean, last year after the playoff run, we next day we were just talking. We we're like, next year is going to be something big. Like we just we we knew. I, I like that. The confidence, the difference between walking on the field, no, fully expecting to win the game is totally different than when it was when you were a sophomore hoping to win a game. Yeah, it it is. And we also have to have a, a balance with complacency and knowing that, that it, anything can happen and that we have to we have to keep 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 working All right, no matter no, what it is. Hey, Noah Miller, how are you? It's good to see you. I'm good, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, I see you in the weight room a lot. Spent a lot of time in there. Um, talk a little bit about about your years of playing football at uh, at Martin Luther. Look, according to your coach, filling a huge role right now defensively. What position do you play? I play D end. Kind of small to play that, aren't you? Yep, that's what everybody says. Yeah, everybody's but, surprised. But you make it happen. Yeah, I make it happen. Um, quickness is that is that why is it because uh, you're you're going against some pretty big linemen aren't you uh yeah some i mean the first game it was kind of scary just being you know not knowing what's going to happen but um as soon as that first play happened i just um you know i just told myself i got this um so just just knowing that as long as i'm faster than the other guys that uh it'll it'll all work out man that's uh that's important you know, I've asked a lot of these guys, uh, Brad, their favorite memory and, and a memory from from playing. If if this were to end today, do you, do you have a favorite one playing Greendale Martin Luther football? Uh, yeah. Um, everything about the playoff run last year was uh was just it was extremely special. So uh, we didn't have school on the Fridays, right? That we had those games, and so we had a tradition. We had a we would go to a little uh, breakfast place, the Forum on. Layton, sure. and uh, we got breakfast there, and we had, we would get, a, we would just eat as much as we could, right. and it was awesome. And um, we we actually credited our uh, some of our playoff run to that to the forum and keeping it in the same streak. I got a feeling I know where you're going to be this year on Fridays. We once the playoffs run. I I can tell you guys something that a guy like me who does this and he's on the air talking about high school football and people know I coach basketball at Martin Luther. You cannot believe how my email and phone blew up as you guys started making that run, asking me, how come you didn't talk more about this team? You know, is this for real? Who is this running back? How is this quarterback? That kind of stuff. But the amount of attention that you guys brought to the school and to, and to the stuff that I do here was was incredible. It really was. Hey, I got a big day today, so I get done with, uh, with this. I'm going to go home and maybe take a quick nap. But my, my nephew is getting married today. And I, I am really proud of, uh, of him. His name is Connor Myers, getting married today at 5.30. And in typical McGivern fashion, he totally outkicked his coverage. And uh, I, I, Beth, his, his soon-to-be wife, is just a wonderful girl. Hey, Connor, how you doing today? You nervous? Uh, no, not at all, Gamuko. I'm looking forward to it. Man, that's Thanks. awesome. You're ready to get your hair cut? Is that it? 
Yeah, I'm about to walk in in about five minutes here and get it lined up a little bit. Hey, you would agree with me when I said in typical McGivern fashion, kind of like my oh, brother yeah. Jimmy, you totally outkicked your coverage. It's ridiculous. Everybody does it. I don't know how. Yeah, I, you know what? Thank goodness we can rap a little bit, and we got some. We can. We have some speaking skills. We're we're wordsmiths when it comes to this. Hey, this wedding's been long in the planning, and uh, I'm pretty excited about uh, having this thing happen today, man. Yeah, I mean, nine years ago, I started dating and finally getting hitched. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. Man, well, when I asked the pastor, the reverend, who's doing your service today. He's uh, he's a close personal friend of mine. I said, "Hey, are you going to go through the King James version of the Bible?" He said, "No, I'm going Carpenters. We've only just begun." So I figured I would play this music as I get you into your uh, your haircut appointment in time. I'm really proud of you, Connor Myers. I'm really proud of the Thank man you that you up. are, and uh, excited to celebrate this day with you. Yeah, I can't wait to see you later. You got it. Uh, get, make sure you look good. Tell that barber I said get you looking good. I will. I just want to do a shout-out to Grandma Joan. I'm excited to see you tonight. Yeah. Um, the whole family can't, can't wait. Man, the whole McGiver and Clan State, stay out of Shorewood. If you're uh, thinking about going to Shorewood tonight, stay out because <laughs> the McGivern Clan is is there. Connor Myers, I'll see you at 530 today. You need anything before that, you let me know. Of course. Love you, Uncle Mugo. Love you too, Connor. Let's get you a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented. By your local pick and save stores, the Carpenters. I can't believe the Carpenters are playing on Sports Radio 1057, Jeff. Well done. Man, this is good stuff. This is Sports Radio 1057 FM, the fan. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right, nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. It's Mike McGivern, Fine Solo this week. Coach and Athletic Director Ryan McMillan will be back next week. But he helped uh, helped me get this next interview. And uh, he sent me his information. And and uh, the head football coach at UW-Stevens Point, uh, Greg Breitbach, is joining us. Hey, Coach, uh, thanks for a few minutes of your time. How you been? Hey, doing great, Mike. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, you bet. Hey, Coach, uh, one thing that I do before I invite a college coach to come on, and we have college coaches on every week uh, right around 11 o'clock, I look at their roster. And if their roster is, is you know, 50, 60, 70% Wisconsin kids, I invite them on. Because I think it's really important for, you know, our kids in the state of Wisconsin to get a chance to play at the next level. If they have a desire to play f- uh, football, that we should give them the opportunity to do that. And I'm looking at your roster, Coach. Man, you more than qualified to come on this show. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we've always had a roster here at UW-Stevens Point with a great proportion of the young men coming from the great state of Wisconsin. And, and for us, our recruiting territory is uh, within an hour and a half of, of uh, Stevens Point. And when you put a pin in the map and find Stevens Point and draw that circle, it pretty much encompasses a majority of the state. Um, so we're fortunate in that way in recruiting, and, and certainly Wisconsin's the heart and soul of our program. 
Well, Coach, yeah, let's get your background a little bit, how you got, to, how you ended up at UW-Stevens Point. And I've got your bio, and, and it's an impressive bio, and I think UW-Stevens Point um, is probably feeling pretty, pretty lucky to have you there leading their program. Can we talk a little bit about where you grew up and where you went to school? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I'm originally a Montana guy, a small little cow town on, out in eastern Montana, and there's really nothing out there but football and, and oil wells and, and uh, cattle ranches. Um, so football was a big part of, of the lifestyle and the community that I grew up. And, and then uh, I've been coaching college football now 26 years. I've coached at every level of college football. Started at Division Three uh, and NAIA football seven years of that, and then got an opportunity to come out here to UW-Stevens Point uh, 2003 to 2006 as the offensive coordinator with the head football coach at the time, John Mish. Had a great experience here at UW-Stevens Point. We, we had a good football team several years in a row and uh, had some success. Actually, uh, my second daughter was born here in Stevens Point, so it was a community that's very close to our heart as a family, and uh, it made a strong impression on me, just uh, just the community support and, and the athletic uh, success in general, the tradition in general, uh, was something that I really enjoyed being a part of. Um, but then I moved on to a uh, Division One scenario uh, at, at the uh, University of North Dakota, where we had jumped from Division Two to Division One, and was fortunate enough to be the offensive coordinator there for for five years, as well as two years as a running backs coach. So spent seven years there at North Dakota. Um, and then after being in in uh, the college game that long as an assistant, I wanted to be a head coach and got that opportunity out in the East Coast, uh, Millersville University out in Pennsylvania, Division II school. Um, so I spent five years there. And uh, by the time I left UW-Stevens Point and uh, coming back now, the, the job had only opened really one time, and, and I wasn't in a position to look at it at that point. Um, so I feel fortunate the job came about and uh, really happy to be back here leading the pointers. Hey, Coach, I've got um, I've got nine or ten seniors from Greendale Martin Luther, the 5-0 and Greendale Martin Luther Spartans, in studio with me right now listening to you. If you were going to tell these, these young student-athletes what it takes to play at that next level, both academically and on the field, what do you tell them? Well, you just have to be really driven, internally motivated, um, not only a- academically but, but football-wise. And I've seen it through all the years that college football is certainly just a war of attrition um it's something that you have to you have to go through the down times you have to go through the tough times to get to the good times and you got to stay the course and be consistent day in and day out going to class you know practicing the right way lifting your weights doing all the things that are required of you in order to have success and you got to be consistent day in and day out no matter how the tide is going for you whether you're winning or losing whether you're starting or you're on the scout team you got to just keep going at it day in and day out, and eventually the chips fall your way and you get a chance to have a great experience as a college player. But it's a war of attrition. Not everybody wins it, uh, but those that really want it and are internally motivated, to me it seems like those are the guys that end up playing. Coach, on, on this segment, we normally will ask a college coach for one or two staple drills that they do every day at practice. And it's almost become kind of a mini clinic where I have to take notes because I'll get calls next week. 
from three, four, five guys saying, hey, look, when he talked about that drill, was he talking about inside linebackers or outside linebackers? Was he talking about, you know, the the inside receiver, the outside? So if you could give us one or two drills that you do on a daily basis because you believe so much in the drill, and uh, I'll take uh, quick notes. Yeah, well, our, our uh, defense has really been coming along the last two weeks. We played pretty good this past week. And something I really believe in is a tackle circuit in which we have three different stations. Uh, they're about two minutes apiece, and we work on the specific skills of tackling. So we're going to use the, uh, the tackle wheel where we roll it on the ground and, and practice the, the head-behind gator tackle that is uh, in, in alignment with heads-up tackling and, and taking the head out of the tackle so that concussions uh, become diminished a little bit. Um, and then we also use what we call our vice tackle, which is two men coming on one on one uh, ball carrier, and we're really trying to vice him and pinch him, bringing our inside our inside foot and our inside hand and squeezing it so that there is no crease in between us. And if he bounces, we're in a position to be able to make the play on the outside. Um, and then we'll do some open field tackling as well, using the sidelines and using our angles in order to uh, to vice that player, the ball carrier, into the boundary. So those are three three uh, quick drills that we do every day in our tackle circuit, and I think it's really starting to show up for our defense on the field. Coach Hopper, you're smiling. You, you use some of these? Uh, we He basically described our tackle station last week, Tuesday, I believe. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's perfect. Where did you go to college? I, I went to lacrosse. Hey, Coach, you're, hey, Greg, uh, Greg, you're okay talking with the lacrosse guy, right? Oh, yeah, we'll forgive him. We're yeah. not blowing the whistle and kicking off today. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. You know, Coach Hopper, again, his team uh, is 5-0 and right now and, and, and has a chance to do some damage, and they're just a really good bunch of young men that are leading this team, Greg, and you'd be, uh, you'd be proud of these kids, how they're handling themselves in studio right now. Uh, Coach Hopper, you played at Division Three, played at lacrosse, so when he talked about what it takes to play at the next level, you, you were shaking your head and you totally agree with that. I, I think absolutely. Um, and just from my personal experience, you know, he, he mentioned sticking to the grind and being diligent in your work during the good times, the bad, whether you're a starter or you're not. You know, I never was the guy at lacrosse, um, but I was a program guy and I came away with just unbelievable memories and experiences, and I wasn't the guy. Um, but I put in my work to be part of that, um, and it really paid off from the experiences that I had with relationships that I've built and then the, the football that I was around, of course. Hey, Greg, do me a favor. Um, whoever recruits this area, have them reach out to Coach Hopper because they have some kids on this team um, that, that are looking to play, and they're all listening to you right now, looking to play at the Division three level. And UW-Stevens Point would be a great place for them to be. And if there's anything that we can do for, for you, and, and certainly welcome back to the state of Wisconsin. And I'm glad to see that you guys are actively recruiting our kids from this state. No question, we will, and and uh, we'll certainly have a coach down there, Coach Hopper, before long, and it'll probably be me. All right. Well, I'll look, but, look uh, forward to meeting you. Good luck with your season and, and uh, continue to do great things. We'll be watching. Thanks, Coach. You too. Coach, good luck tonight, 6 o'clock against uh, Dakota State University and next week against Platteville. Right on. I appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. So who is this week's Student Athlete of the Week? Who's making a difference in their community, in their classroom, and on the court? Let's meet the Pick and Save High School Student Athlete of the Week. Brought to you by your local Pick and Save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries.
Coach Hopper, I asked you for our pick and save student athlete of the week, and you just looked at me and said, "Man, I got I, I, I got a room full of guys that I could I could do this." And we talked yesterday in the in the weight room, and you just said, "Mike, I got I, I've got a number of guys." I said, "You need to pick one," and you said, "Let me get back to you in a couple hours." And uh, this was a, it was a decision, and it was a great decision because he had a number of opportunities, number of options. But but Ben, is it Dreyer, Ben? Uh, Drew. Dreyer. Yeah. Yep, um, he's your he's the guy that you said this is the guy. So we want to congratulate you, Ben, as the pick and save student athlete of the week this week. And I normally give guys uh, this question before, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Your motivation for being such a good student athlete, where does that come from? Um, well, it, ca- it definitely uh, comes. I mean, football helps a lot. I mean, uh, something we stressed stressed this year was. Uh, Kind of go on the extra mile, and not even not only in football, but uh, with every ex- aspect of your life. Um, so, uh, just getting your homework done. Uh, definitely during the football season, it's hard. It is hard, yeah. But just uh, since you're part of something bigger, you know, even if you don't want to do your homework, you kind of got to. And you know, Ben, I, I like talking to kids that understand the term student athlete because they understand. That playing football is not a right. You don't get the right to play. You you earn it. It's a privilege. And the way you get to play football is taking care of your business in the community at home and certainly in the classroom. Hey, next week you and I are going to meet. I'm going to invite your family, invite some of these these coaches and players, and we're going to probably meet at either the Hales Corners Pick and Save or the one on South 76th Street right down from Martin Luther. And I've got a beautiful award for you. And we're going to present it to you as our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Your picture information will go up on our website and, and uh, Pick and Save's Facebook page because they really celebrate um, true student athletes. So congratulations on being this week's Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Thank you very much. You're going to stick around. Stay right where you're at. We're going to uh, rotate a couple of guys in. Hey, I can tell you that uh, that Rigo had to leave. Yeah, he, yeah he said, hey, I'm really sorry, but I got to go. And I said, boy, you should have told me that. He said, yeah, that's on me. But um, tell Coach Hopper I apologize, but I have to go. We could have had him on earlier. I said, I'm going to talk a little bit about you so you make sure you you turn on. He was a, He's a weight room success story. That kid's – in fact, Patrick's talked to me about him. He's That kid's really gotten after it. He he made himself a football player in the offseason. Absolutely. And if, if kids don't believe that can happen, you would point to him. Yes. Um if you had seen him as seeing him as a sophomore, just his capabilities on the field, um, you wouldn't imagine that he's doing what he's doing right now. I said, Rigo, is it okay if I call you Rigo? He said, Well, it is Rigo Berto. He said, But Rigo's fine. Defensive line and and the way he's playing right now, maybe one of your most important pieces over there. Certainly. Um, and biggest pieces. I mean, that is one thing that our team doesn't have a lot of his size. Yeah, and I see that. Rigo is is our our big guy. He's our big guy. Hey, let's uh, let's get to a break. I'm going to keep Ben. And there's a couple boys I want to talk to. Colin is certainly one of them, um, who is here on the mic. But we'll get to him on the other side. Josiah as as well. We were talking Greendale Martin Luther football, the five and zero Spartans, and I just appreciate these kids coming in and Coach Hopper. I know they were supposed to be in the weight room. I took them away from that today and and uh he agreed to bring these guys in and I, I i thought it was important to tell the story of three years ago where they were and where they are right now and it's an impressive story led by 
these guys, along with the guys that played last year and the year before, this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Greendale Martin Luther football. And I, I, I have to be honest, as long as I've been doing the show, I've never had this many people in the studio, and it's been a blast. These are really nice young men from uh, from Greendale Martin Luther, and they're they're good ambassadors for this football program and this school. We're now, now joined. I asked Ben to, to hang in with us, our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, uh, Josiah Peterson and Colin Zielinski. Colin, how you been? Good. So started at, uh, as a sophomore at left tackle. You've started every game at that spot since. Played at all-conference level right now is what I'm being told. Congratulations. The left tackle, good spot for you. Um, I've actually been playing right tackle, but I mean, it's not a big deal. But I like it a lot. You like So you're yeah. the right tackle. So the information I got was wrong. Yeah. I apologize I for that. Uh, should I tell you? Now, I'm going to keep it quiet. It's okay. No. It, you know the, the guy who gave me this info. I'm not going to tell. Okay. But you know him. You know him. <laughs> I do, yeah. So right tackle, pretty important spot. And and as we talked to the Darius, and he talks about his offensive line, and we talked with Nate, look, you take a lot of pride in the numbers that Darius and, and Nick are putting up. Yeah, me and Nate have been putting like a lot of work in the weight room the past two years, and we kind of compete, and that competition's helped us a lot. And uh, on the field, we work together and talk, and it's been, it's been big. Do you want to play at the next level? Do you have I, any- that would be awesome, yes. Uh, good, good student athlete. Yeah, good for you. What about uh, this football team? That anything surprising you right now? Um. Well, so freshman year when I started playing, I enrolled in Martin Luther not not like early in the summer. I did. I probably just, like a week before school started. I decided to go to Martin Luther, and I started playing. And I was I've been playing football since uh, middle school. Okay, and. Uh, I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm playing football, but it wasn't like I didn't have a huge heart for it at the time. Yeah, but um, I wanted to say like sophomore year, I started getting into it. And I was like, this is cool. I see these people having fun, and I met like Darius, and I started becoming close with all these guys, and they've like grown on me. But uh, especially last year, um, and like all the weight in the weight room, all the work in the weight room. Yeah, it's just uh, it's giving me like a really emotional motivation, and uh. Like to work hard. I like that, and and, and the, you know what? And then you start you you add winning on top of that, yeah, especially this year. Colin, I don't think you guys, and I hope that you grasp it. But you're inside the bubble. I'm outside of the bubble. You know, this is what this is what I do, and I talk about this all the time. The amount of people that come up to me at Thursday Night Lights on the sidelines, other players from other teams, going, "What the heck is going on at Martin Luther? What's going on over there?" And I'm like, dude, they're good. Like, they're really good. And referees who haven't seen a Martin Luther game in five years coming up saying, what's going on? Like, what? Are you kidding me? Are they that good? Or is the I go, yeah, they're they're really good. And then having you guys on last year, the Thursday night game, for the first time, and it hasn't happened since, what people don't know is you guys lost that game, and it was an unbelievable game. They named Darius the player of the game. Never had that before, and we only had a three-minute break and couldn't figure out how to get the the Racine Lutheran team away from the camera 
give the award to Darius and then have them come back to give the, the, the head coach the award. But that's never happened before. And then they said, we should give the offensive line for Martin Luther the award along with Darius. Well, now that threw everything and we just said, we can't. We got to give it to Sheen Luther. But that, that game, more people watched and fell in love with this team. So thank you for that. Josiah, how long have you been involved with this thing? Well, three, four years. Yeah, you're having fun? Yes, sir. So what position do you play? Outside linebacker and wide receiver. Yeah, I'm not going to talk positions anymore since whoever gave me this sheet, Colin, said you were a left tackle and yeah. you're a right tackle. And that person <laughs> should know better. Especially, yeah. That push, and I'm not going to name anybody at all, you know, but I'll put my hand on him and say thank you. Uh, Josiah, uh, did you play? You played varsity as a freshman? Yes, sir. Yeah? Things are different now, huh? You're a little bigger, a little stronger, a little faster? Way different. Way different. You having fun? Yes, sir. You spent some time in the weight room? Yes, sir. Enough time? Yeah. Yeah? Look at everybody's smiling. (laughs) What uh, what do you like playing better, offense or defense? Defense. Why is that? Because not too much thinking on defense. You just go hit people. Just go hit people. Man, that's awesome. Whoever got the ball, go hit them. So you play the opposite of, of, of Brody? You yes. guys are like, he's on the strong side, your weak side? or uh, you're, flip-flop. You flip-flop? Yeah. So you're on the strong side? Yes, he's on the, Are you? So you're rushing the passer a lot? You're, yeah. guard, you're, you're going out in coverage? More coverage. Yeah? Man, good for you. You're having fun, huh? Yes, sir. It's been a blast. It has? If you, uh, see, as, 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 as coaches, we never look ahead, but we work ahead. So all I want you thinking about is Friday night. I was going to ask you a question about the future. I'm not going to do that. You worry about what, who do you guys play this week? Uh, BCC, Burlington Catholic. Sunday. Okay, take care of that business. You know, take care of that business. I know they're down a little bit, but don't take anything for granted. You take care of that. You you think about playing at the next level? Yes, sir. How many? How your grades are good? Yes, sir. Good for you. We're um. So you think defense or offense? Defense on the defense. next level, more of a cornerback, maybe and size wise. Safety. Safety. There you go. Well, did you get a chance to listen to the guy at UW Stevens Point, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, those there's there's an opportunity for you to play at the next level if that's what you want to do. Grades are good. You're a good high school football player. If you any of the guys in here, if they ever have questions or want to get contacts to people I've had on the show, all you got to do is reach out and ask me, and I'll get you in contact um, with with those guys. Hey Ben, let's come back uh, come back your way, man. Pick and save. St- I'm sorry. Now I got to say, pick and save student athlete of the week. Um, Ben, have you played? How long have you played? All four years? Uh, no, I didn't play my freshman year. I started sophomore year. I, are you kicking it yourself now for not playing freshman year? Do you wish you would have? Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, I I just didn't think football was for me, and all my friends uh, were saying like how much fun they had at football, and uh, so I said sophomore year I'll join, and uh, it was the greatest thing. I wouldn't trade it. Man, that's that's awesome. Um, right now, you're, you're def- what position on defense do you play? Uh, I play like outside linebacker in defense and then uh, wide receiver. Wide receiver. What do you like better, defense or offense? I play an offense better. There we go. Finally, guy. I know if I ask Darius, he's going to say offense, and Nick, he's going to say, and he, I don't think Nick plays a lot of defense, but every once in a while they throw him in. But everybody else just likes hitting people, which is a good sign for a high school football team. But I like talking to guys that uh, – that play offense and, and, and like that. Hey, Colin, if I were to ask you, and I've asked all these guys, one of your favorite memories so far, uh, what would yours be? Um, I'm going to say probably the same Cats game also last year. 
it's it was just like a changing point for our team and i know we won a lot of games before that and i know we started like oh and three but it seems like um we had a drive and this it's became like part of us and we've we wanted to win we've been hungrier since i do a friday night scoreboard show colin where i've got guys at different games and i had a guy at that game who came out in the air and said i cannot believe what i've just what i just saw i can't believe what's what's happening out here the other one and i don't know about it was there was there a play that happened right before half not last not last night but last friday there was a something that he he was talking so fast he said i I can't believe that that this just happened, but there was something that happened right before half last week that our guy. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Anybody? Josiah, do you? Yeah, it was a screen. And how long of it was it? There was no two time seconds. left. It was like two seconds oh, left. Yeah. How far was it? Forty yards. I mean, everybody in the place knew Darius getting the ball, right? I don't know if they knew because oh, yeah, like, trust were... me, if you, they didn't know, then they're not watching tape, reading the papers, or listening to this show. Because I, this this guy that was at the game, he said, "Hey, look, they're going to go into halftime unless some miracle thing happened." Oh my gosh, he just scored! I go, "What?" He goes, "The kid just scored again." He goes, "I can't, I I, I don't know how that happened." Okay, I got to go, and he left. And then I got a text from Coach Wallersheim saying, "Man, I can't believe that just you know two seconds ago and they scored again." And I'm thinking, well, they must have looked Darius off and went a different way, but now they went to him and. You would think everybody in the park knew. Hey, guys, thank you so much. I'm going to ask you, Josiah, do you have a favorite memory so far? Yes, sir. The playoff run was definitely like an experience. Like, it's like you can't really explain it. You're just in there and just like, wow, we're really doing this. That, like that two confidence. rivers win. Yes, that was very exciting. That two rivers win. I can tell you that guys that do what I do thought, okay, the run ends here. Two rivers, really good team. Got some history behind them. Got a little moxie. They were not afraid of you guys, and that two rivers one, that was big. And that was super exciting. You got you owe Lodi a little something, right? Y- yes. Yeah, you do. Your favorite memory, Ben? Um, like I said, I didn't play my freshman year, and going into sophomore year, the practices were kind of uh, hard and stuff, and I didn't know if I wanted to stick with it. But the first game, they put me, put me on kickoff, and the first kickoff, I made the tackle, and just hearing everybody screaming, uh, it was just. I'll never forget that feeling. So, do you think more girls screaming or boys? <laughs> yeah, all, okay, so the, girls. all of a sudden, the girls are noticing you. That's that's a good thing about high school football. Hey Ben, congratulations again, pick and save student athlete of the week. Thank well, you very well much. done. We're going to get to a break. We'll continue our conversation. That last segment, I'm going to just talk to Coach Hopper. I got a few questions. Hopper got a few questions to ask uh, him. I've got a couple of players here I want to talk to in this last segment, and then we'll wrap this thing up. Remember, I got a wedding to go to. Connor Meyer, my nephew, getting married. It's awesome. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. I'm Mike McGivern. I, I got to tell you something. You know, you, you pick up the newspaper and you watch the news and listen to the news and you hear about bad things that happen in our community. What you don't hear about is kids like this. There's there's nine, ten kids from Greendale, Martin Luther. And I get a chance to meet student athletes all the time. And I always feel better. Coach Hopper, I always feel better about where our community is headed 
after I do this show. And that and people go, why do you, you know, I get here a quarter to five on Saturdays because I do the home improvement show and I don't know anything about home improvement. And I do this youth sports show and this sport and this show. And this, one of the reasons is I get to talk to kids like this and I always feel much better about where we're heading as a community when I deal with kids like this. Well, that's true. I mean, sensationalized news and all the negative you hear about kids and the struggles that are going on. Um, but there's lots of kids who are playing football, doing good things in high school, involved in sports. How He's gone, Josiah's gone to Martin Luther for four years. How have I? How do I not know this kid? He's got a smile that lights up the room. Maybe he can't play basketball. Hey, he can't play basketball? Darius? No, bad. Does he think no. he's good? Yes, he thinks he's very good. Yeah, really? Look at him over there going, why are you saying this? Look, I, I, he just sat next to me. Now, shame on me as a coach in that building. I'm not there every day, but not to know a kid like this. Because, man, he's a good ambassador for this program. He's a great ambassador, and he's well-spoken. And, yeah, kind of strange you haven't crossed paths in the weight room more often. Am I there more than he is? That might be true. Yeah, look at him smile. He wasn't happy about the basketball line, but he's smiling about the weightlifting line. Hey, Darius, when uh, if you could pick any college in the country, you could pick your number one. They're all looking around laughing because maybe they know this, but you could go to any college that you pick. They said, Darius, it's your choice. Where do you want to go? What would you say? Uh, Growing up, Definitely want to be a Badger for sure, 100%. Um, just uh, uh, any kid uh, that plays football that grows up in Wisconsin just wants to be a Badger. Um, still love to be a Badger. Uh, if, um, if they came calling, uh, it'd be a, a great um, great option for me. But as of right now, um, and just the coaches I've talked to, I would love to be a Jackrabbit um, at South Dakota State University. Um, just uh, going out there this summer, um, the coaching staff they have is just uh, is just just crazy how they uh, all come together as a coaching staff. Um, they got a new running backs coach, and uh, uh, the new running backs coach got right onto it and just started talking to me ASAP and make sure that um, I felt welcome. Um, so I would let's be a jackrabbit. And um, do they talk to you right now? A little bit, yeah. Um, they're just looking uh, for me to be more of that uh, student and that student athlete part, um, and that's what I'm working on um, being a student athlete because that's a big part of life. Your, your grades are pretty good, aren't they? They uh, could decent. be better. They yeah. could have been better. Uh, Freshman through uh, soft, freshman and sophomore year, I kind of slacked off. Didn't really think that it was going to hurt me in the long run. And that's what it's doing now. And I just got to uh, get my act together. What a lesson for kids that are listening right now. There's, I'll tell kids, look, freshman year is really important. They just shake their head. Come on, man. Come on. Nobody's watching. They they do. They 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 go back and they, they, they look at freshman. They look at sophomore year. And now you're scrambling to make sure that you got the grades that people are going to want you to have. Yeah, it's not so much uh, they look back at those individual years. They look at what, what you're doing over all those years. And if all those years you are uh, you're thinking that, okay, I can slack off freshman year, but sophomore year, junior year is what they look at. They're not just looking at junior year. They're looking at all all, all those it. different years. They're looking at a, cum- a cumulative GPA. So. Nick Bueller, um, do you want to play f- football at the next level? I'm still undecided on that. If, if you – how are you going to make your decision? You're going to go. You're going to go to college, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Um, your brother Jack, who I I miss, I, and I've told you this a hundred times, but I'm serious. The if Jack would have ever realized how good of a basketball player he was, he he was a good basketball player. 
he just didn't realize it because maybe maybe a coach never told him that. But at practice, when he got ticked off, he, he was really tough to handle. And he got in games, and I think that he thought that he was there just in, in wrap-up time and, and mop-up time. But, man, he was a good player, and I miss I miss him. Um, he, he was a really good student-athlete. What will make your decision if you want to look to play at the next level? Um. I guess it's, it's, I'm just really focusing on this season. Uh, Smart. Yeah, if it goes well, if I continue to do what I'm doing, maybe I'll, I'll definitely look into it more. And if coaches, like, watch and, like, come talk to me or something, maybe I'll, I'll definitely think about it more. But I really haven't got anything yet. It's so, coming. No, yeah, it is. maybe. I don't Well, I, don't I, I can tell you that I, I get asked about the kid to your left a lot, and you're second right now. And it, this wasn't – at least for me, didn't get asked a lot about you last year. This year, a lot more from players, coaches, and and people outside looking in. So I think that's coming. If and if you have interest in it, I think that, that that's going to be able to happen for you, Coach. I, I, I this that last segment, you and I are just going to spend a little time together talking about this this group. But I I have a question for you. A coach that I talked to on Faith in the Zone a while back, I, I, I made this statement that kids have really changed over the years, and you've coached now for a while. And he said, no, I, I, I don't think so. And that surprised me, caught me off guard a little bit. And I said, what? He said, look, when I was the head football coach here, and he's at Eastern Michigan University, he said I was 28 years old. I was the youngest Division One college coach in the country. I was 28 single and cool. I was a cool guy. I was one of the cool guys. He said, now 44, married with three kids. He said, all I'm going to do is get out of practice and go home. He said, they haven't changed. I've changed. And I'm wondering your feeling on that. I completely agree with that. And <clears throat> pardon me, you get that perspective. Um, yeah, the kids have not changed. I've just gotten older. And as a teacher, coach, um, you work in a school, so you're around kids all the time. And so you... You're a little more connected with remembering what it was like when you were there, right? And then when you think about that, you you realize, yeah, that doing the same things in the locker rooms, a lot of the same stuff. So what's different? Well, me, I'm in a different place in life. I have a little different perspective, but the boys are the boys. He said these kids are doing the same idiotic things that I did as a freshman in college. The difference is they're posting everything, putting everything on you know social media. We had a guy in from Miss uh, Southern Miss came in, sat in studio. Do you know what his job was? And I want these guys to listen to this, please. His job, he got a list from his his coaches on Thursday, and he had to come back to them on Monday, and he'd get a list of 50 kids every Thursday that they were thinking about recruiting throughout the country. And his job was to find everything about them. He said, I found every Facebook. I found. He said, the, 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 the kids that thought they were being slick, and they had the Facebook page where they were in church on Sunday and helping the old lady across the street. And then the other Facebook page where they were at the kegger down by the beach drinking beer. I found them both. I found all of them. He said, I'm really good at what I do. And I would come back with a list of 50, and 25 of them were now taken off the list. They're not recruiting these kids anymore. They have guys that look at everything, and they will find. And if you lie about it, they're gonna, they know. They've seen it all. So when they ask you... Look, your sophomore year when you put this on Facebook, you know what were you when you put this on Twitter? What were you thinking? That wasn't me. They know it was you. And you, we have to do a better job as coaches to to, to educate these kids about that. Certainly, we have to talk about 
the, the differences, yes, between, you know, what it was like years ago and now the opportunities and the temptations and with the social media and, and just helping these peop- young kids realize that that's not actual socialness and the more time they spend together in face-to-face activities, actual social things, that, that's where value lies. Nick Darius, uh, guys that are in the studio, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you loose, and uh, I really appreciate your time. Really proud of the job you guys are doing, and I'm proud to say that I coach at Martin Luther. I'm really proud of it, and uh, keep up the good work. You know what? Make this season as long and successful as you can, boys. Thank you, Darius, Nick. You guys are spokespersons for these other guys. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thank you. We're gonna get to a break. Coach Hoppert and I are going to finish this thing up. I'm going to keep you for the next few minutes. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. I want to thank uh, Wendy's, Coach. You got I got some pictures with uh, this uh, this Wendy thing that you're taking to your office, and you get uh, an envelope with a bunch of meal passes uh, for Wendy's. Your family listening? Do you think? I'm 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 hoping they're listening. I'm they not are quite sure, really. And your staff's listening. I know they're listening. I would think some of them are tuned in. Yes. You're you've, you're going to have enough uh, um, uh, gift cards from Wendy's to either take your family or your staff. And they're both listening, Coach. I think about that. Yeah. And who, what do you think? <laughs> Probably feed the staff first. Yeah, yeah, I think, I look, I think Coach Riley and Dax, those guys are like, are you kidding me? I, you are taking us to Wendy's. So I want to thank our friends at, at our local Wendy's stores. A uh, really big part, big part of what they do in their mission statement is all about community. And, uh, and thank you um, to you guys. Coach, I wanted to, to have these guys leave studio and just for you and I for this last segment you 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 could not be prouder of this this group. I I, I see it, and when you and I talk, you say, "Man, you, this is just a good group of kids that really buy into what we're doing." And uh, you're proud of these boys. I'm, I'm very proud of these boys. Um, they have a maturity that, uh, with understanding that the classroom is really important too. Um, and I also find it interesting listening to them, you know, in school and, and especially today when you were asking them about memories and things. Yeah. Most of the time, it comes back to just relationships and people. You know, the football is what it is, and they'll have some memories with that. But what they really understand and value is the people that they are around. Darius, the best player you've ever coached? Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. He's one of the best players I've ever seen. Do you know how many, do you know how many teams that you've played against? Coaches have told me that he's the best player that their kids have ever played against. And I just think – and look – He's he knows how good he is, but he doesn't he doesn't carry himself as a prima donna. He, he's one of the boys right here. He's just one of the guys. He's laying on the couch, you know, goofing around and talking with guys, and and I I love that about him. He 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 wears it all very well. I mean, he's very social, uh, wears his emotions on his sleeve, and he's a very popular person at school, but not in the. He does it with a humbleness that is very unique. I've never seen, and if you don't know the story between Nate and Darius and Darius and that family, if you go online, there's there's been a number of stories written. But I've never seen, and 
And these two guys might not. They, they're brothers. Nate and Darius are brothers. Yes, they are. And they're pretty opposite. <laughs> I can't. I could pay Nate a hundred dollars, and I don't think he'd spend the whole hour in here with me. He's just not. Co- he said, "Coach, I'm not good at this," and he is. He's he's a he's a very respectful, very well spoken young man who gets after it on the baseball diamond, gets after it on the football field, and but you see these two guys hang out, and it's 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 funny. It's like the odd couple to me. It, it very much so. Um... I, you described it. It's it's odd. It's very unique, uh, but it's very special, and you can see it and feel it. It's very real. So I, I uh, the best three years, 36 years I've been coaching, the best three years I ever coached in my life were the three years I coached at Calvary, Baptist, and Menominee Falls to coaching my son. First year was a little bit it was a little difficult, but after that it was great, and we, we, we go back to those days a lot, Coach. You're coaching your son now. How's that going for you guys? I think it's going well, um, at least from my perspective. I don't know if he was sitting here, if he'd say the same thing. Um, I, I think it's going well. Uh, coaching him now, it doesn't actually seem that much different. I've coached a lot of youth baseball, so we've been together you know, in competitive settings quite a bit. So it hasn't changed too much now that we're in the high school. We um we I read a book called Coaching Our Sons and I've talked about it a lot on the show um, by I coached Tank in Dodgeville and it was the good the bad and the really ugly stories of of coaches coaching their sons and realizing that was near the end of sophomore year because him I was struggling and what 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 was happening was I was way harder on him than other kids because I wanted everybody to know I wasn't giving him favoritism but I was too hard on him and I think as coaches that coach our sons. It's hard to just keep just have him be another player. So we're either too soft on him or too hard on him. And I read this book, and and the the thing that I got from him is one, once we got to the kitchen table, I was his father. Mm-hmm. So after games, after practices, he's in my car. I'm still his coach. So sometimes after games, he would hop in my wife's car and try to beat me home and get to the kitchen table, so I couldn't yell at him. But that really, I think, helped us a lot. Um, you, it's it's nice to to hear that pretty level headed with this whole thing. Do you think you're harder on him, softer on him? Where where do you think that lies? I, th- I think maybe a little harder, um, but I try not to vocalize it. Uh, and I, I give the staff a lot of credit because they'll coach him hard. There's no tiptoeing around any of that. Good. Um, so the staff coaches him hard, where maybe then I don't have to as much. I believe. You don't know this, but I watch you during basketball games. And you're a way better man than I. I'm just telling you because I watch you, and I would never play poker with you as long as I live because I have no idea if you're happy with him, if you're mad at him, if you're happy the way things are going, if you're upset. I can't get a read on how you are, and I look at you a lot because I want to see. When he hits two threes in a row, I look at you, and you look the same that he, when he threw the ball out of bounds. Um, is that something that comes easy for you? or No, it does not. <laughs> and so awesome. it, it is an intentional uh, mask or personality to take on. I try to take the emotion out of it. I don't want to be the coach because in, in my mind I'm coaching, um, and I'm the dad, and so I'm trying to just observe. Um, Matthew went to Maranatha Baptist Bible College, and they handed him the ball as a point guard his freshman year and said, you're a point guard. So he was a starting point guard for four years there, and my wife and I never sat next to each other once during any game. 
She said, I didn't cheer correctly. I'm not sure what that means. I didn't have that. I, I stopped playing poker a long time ago because you know exactly the hand because of my facial expression. So congratulations. If you would, could you spend a few hours with me and help me with that? Uh, yes, I can, <laughs> I can help you with Was that. Was that hard to develop? Yes, and I have to, I have to do it at my girls' softball too. I just have to sit and support and not judge, coach, or yell, anything like that. How many kids do you have? Um, I have the three. I have Brady, I, that's a sophomore, and my daughters, Ava and Grace, are in eighth grade right now. Are they twins? They are twins. They are. And what's your wife's name? Angie. That's awesome. I hope Angie's listening. You know, this was really fun, and, and look, I, I think the world of your son, he, he won't talk to me. He's a quiet kid. He, I, hey, how you doing? Just nods, smiles a little bit. Um, so would you tell him I'm not a bad guy? I will absolutely Please. tell him you're not Ava a bad guy. and Gracie going to Martin Luther? They are on their way to Martin Luther, yep. Um, Student-athletes? Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. They'll both be with uh, Coach Shield eventually, I think, as yeah. you had on earlier. Good. Yeah. Hey, um, thank you for coming on. I know this isn't you know the top of your list to do stuff like this. I, I know that, so I appreciate it. I think the world of you, your staff, and these boys, and I'm rooting for you every Friday, Coach. Well, thank you very much. And, and as, a, as a program, as a school, we want to thank you uh, for, for putting us in this position to, to um, talk about what we do at Martin Luther and putting these boys in this position. We're just very grateful. Thank you. Well, you know what? You guys forced my hand a little bit, Coach, and, and, and good for you guys. He's Rick Hopper. He's the head football coach at Greendale Martin Luther. Thanks for listening. This is the Wendy's. Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.